Before we begin, if you like what you hear on the Tin and J-Man Show, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and go ahead and click subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We encourage you to interact with us and keep up to date with the Tin and J-Man Show on social media by liking our Facebook page and following us on Twitter and Instagram at Tin and J-Man Show. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of the Tin and J-Man Show with your hosts, Tanner Lee and Josh the J-Man Mont. It's Monday night. You know what that means. Another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show, episode 223 to be exact. I'm Tanner Lee along with my co-host Josh the J-Man Mont. How are you J-Man on this balming 30 degree day? It's pretty pathetic that uh, 35 degrees feels like summer. But you know what? I took the sock cap off for the first time this uh, year. And uh, feeling pretty good. Took the sock cap off. Let the let the let head, the hair flow. The, I was like gonna say the Fabio. hair flow. The, uh, <laughs> let the let the shininess come down. Right. That's right. It was sunny out I'm today. Pr- I'm proud of my shine. Yeah, you should be. I've been growing it for eight years now. <laughs> Is that all? Uh, I probably started yeah, when I was 14, <laughs> but. Uh, Embrace it. Yes, sir. Embrace it. So, did you bring some birdie bogey trivia with you? I did. Tonight. Got an NBA question for you. Oh. You might. Yay. You should be able to get a par out of this one because uh, it's multiple. Uh, Trey Young is just the fifth player in NBA history to record at least 15 career 40-point games at the age of 22 or younger. Who are the other four to have done this? How many career games? 15 career 40-point 15 career games. games at age 22 or younger. Four other players. Um have accomplished this. I would say you have a pretty good chance to get two out of four. That's. Uh, I don't think you'll get all four. You might get three or four, but the other one's kind of tough. That's putting a lot of baskets in there. <laughs> a lot of points. Trey Young's a chucker, man. Yes. Do, what, what do you think about that trade looking back on it between him and, and Luca? I think I'd rather have Luca's. I would too, but I, it, would, uh, I mean, it worked out pretty good for both teams. Pretty good for Atlanta. Um, is Trey Young in the All Star game? I, I know he's not a starter. <laughs> I know Luca's a starter, um, but uh, Luca's an absolute superstar. Uh, Trey Young's a good player. I think it worked out well for both franchises. Yeah. Usually it doesn't. I mean, you right. know, usually one team's way off, and and uh, I mean, I always look back at you know, there's so many cases throughout sports where a team didn't take so and so and took so and so. But you could say that in every single when it draft. comes to the NBA, the one that always is in my head is Darko Milicic. Yeah. Because you could have had Carmelo, Bosch, or Wade. Dwayne three, Wade. four, yeah. five. It's like Darko. I mean, think of um, Portland taking Greg Oden over Kevin Durant looking yeah. back. At the time, it kind of made sense. Um, but, I mean, Portland could have Kevin Durant. I thought you were going to say them taking Sam Bowie. But Sam Bowie wasn't that bad of a player. Terrible. He just wasn't Jordan. But they could have also had a Kim Olajuwon. No one says that. I know. Um but Noble Gnome LLC sponsors the Birdie Bogey segment for fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mintone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, noblenomellc.com. The 2021 CSA membership enrollment is happening now. In a season of unknown, find comfort and security knowing your summer will be filled with fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce. They have 20 slots available and will go quickly, so act now. To find out more, enroll and purchase your membership, visit their website, noblenomellc.com. Gift your veggies. A lot of exciting things happening. Yes, sir. What do you want to start with tonight? You got a big uh, NFL trade. Yeah, let's start with some pigskin talk, even yes, though sir. it's basketball season, but... The NFL season never really stops, if you think about it. No. I mean, the off seasons where the, the real season happens. The real season. Um, but <laughs> Indianapolis Colts made a big yeah. move last week, inquiring their new quarterback, at least it looks like it, Carson Wentz. They gave up a third-round pick in this year's draft and a conditional second-round pick that could turn into a first-round pick to Philadelphia. I think it's a pretty good trade for Indianapolis. I mean, we're going to have to yeah. see – the results that Wentz produces on the field to determine if it was a good trade or not, but I thought they were going to have to give up more than they sure. did. Um, it was, it's really a low-risk trade if you think about it. If you give up a first-round pick, that will hurt, but I don't think it would be a high first-round pick at that. Um, you know, Carson Wentz, maybe they can. Maybe it's a change of scenery type deal, uh, pairing with Frank Reich again. 
um, where he had a, I mean, a great season in 2017, throwing 33 touchdowns, only seven interceptions. Surrounded with a much better offensive line. Yeah. He, he got sacked 50 times in 12 games last year. I will say he holds onto the ball a little too long. Yeah. But, I, yes, that line was trash. And I think his injury kind of played a role with him mentally. Oh, absolutely. Um, and he just hasn't been able to recover from that. He was pretty good in 2019 looking at this, though. Uh, 27 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, 93.1 quarterback rating. Last year he was maybe the worst starter in um, the NFL. 72.8 quarterback rating was one of the lowest. Threw 15 interceptions, which was most in the NFL. Sacked, of course, as I said, 50 times. Um, but, again, low risk if they can kind of strike strike gold with him uh, should he uh, return to form. Uh, I actually like the deal for the Colts. Uh, we've been ripping on Carson Wentz for uh, months on end, years on end, but uh, maybe see this change of scenery will uh, help him out immensely. I did see today that he wants to wear number 11. Did you see this? I did not. It didn't surprise me. But And uh, Michael Pittman said no. He'll get it. He'll have to give up probably something. Uh, but. My, Michael Pittman said, I'm number 11. No deal can be made. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, Pittman, you're not getting the ball much. <laughs> I kind of like that from Pittman, though. Yeah. He'll give up something. You know, Maybe. I remember when Eli was drafted to the Giants. I forget who the punter was. Eli bought him like a really nice grill and something else in exchange for the number. So. Well, is Wentz good enough to be making demands that he needs his number? Probably not, but he's the quarterback. Nah, and that kind of comes with the territory. I don't think Oh, I do. I do. Nah. So, especially because if he is good, he's going to sell a lot more jerseys than Pittman. That's all. I know a lot of Colts fans are happy with it, and I know a few Colts fans that are not happy with it. Same. Um, so it'll just be interesting to see how it shakes out. A lot of the Colts fans I know that aren't happy, a lot of them are is because they're just a little concerned, which I get it. One thinks they gave up too much to get them, which I don't, I don't, I don't see that. Nah. But I mean, how often do third-round picks turn into superstars, you know? Yeah. Um, and, if, of course, if he – Goes out and plays really well. That third round pick will be so worth it. That second round pick. Yeah, will be if he so plays worth well, it. they got their franchise guy, their right. future guy, at least he's for only, the next five to seven years. He's only twenty eight years old. Um, uh, still a lot of football left. Can he recover mentally? Yeah, and it's all it's all in between the years. I think. I think it's all it comes down to the confidence. We'll see if a change of scenery, like you said, gives him a spring of confidence or not. It'll be interesting though if he gets off that bad start, throws a couple right. picks in the first three weeks. They get off to an zero and three or one and two start. When do the boo birds come out and the, and the patience wear thin for the Colt fans? Right. If he goes out and plays like he did this past year, yeah. it'll, be, it'll be brissette time after about six games. If he's still there. Right. Who knows what they're going to do with the backup spot? Because is he a free agent? I thought I he no was. Idea. I don't know. He might be. Yeah. It, it seems like he's been in the league long enough where yeah. he should be. Or at least he maybe um, is a restricted free agent. Or I feel like there's... Again, Maybe I not. can't imagine a team sign him to a five-year deal as a restricted free agent, so I imagine he'd be back. Yeah. Actually, I think he does have another year on his contract now. I think, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Cole fans, let us know. Let us know if you're, if you're watching this. Comment on our Facebook page. If you comment live, we'll, we'll, get, to your, we'll get to your comments and questions. I, I watched quite a few Carson Wentz snaps this uh, past yeah. season, uh, and he was really, really bad. Well, he'll be one of the uh, – Quarterbacks under the most pressure in the league this year, yeah. right away, and I think Jalen Hurts will be under some pressure in Philly too, because now it's it's maybe, his job. Maybe Philly looks to go in a different direction. You have a you have a new head coach there. Um, the GM's the same. I think his name's Howie Roseman. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it'll be interesting because I've heard them rumored maybe they're going to trade up for a Justin Fields type. And Justin Fields keeps falling down the boards, yeah. but really falling down's like a spot or two. In the boards, right. so. he'll be a top fifteen pick, and of course, Probably there's top ten. There's so. two, I mean, there's two months till draft season. Maybe mm-hmm. he goes and just balls out at his pro day and all that, and he's rocking it up boards again. So. Mock draft one dropping it next Monday. Tanner last year got what was it, twelve of the first thirteen picks, correct? I believe so, it and I got insane. sixteen right in the first round. So. That was so much better than Mel Kuyper. So. I, I beat almost all the draft experts, and it's funny because what I did last year, I kind of looked at like 10. I mean, I had different websites, and I kind of just jumbled it into what I liked, and it worked out. Nah. So Tanner scouted every single player extensively and put where he thought the best fit would be 
for each player. He's uh, he's being a little too modest. Uh, I got a whiteboard up in my room <laughs> and I'm tallying stuff. So uh, no, I look forward to the mock though. I'm, I'm I'm hoping to drop three of them this year. I only dropped two last year. The year before in 2019, I dropped three. So gonna gonna try to do three. I'll space them out a little bit. We need to go back two years ago and see how you did i got the I, records i don't remember how you did in that yeah we'll have to revisit that in the next few weeks i got i got the records on my computer i keep keep it all j-man all the dumb things we say <laughs> and predict keep it all but hey you got another bold prediction right well half of one half of half one, of one. yes uh, i don't think i'm gonna get the other half correct but it's it's never know. let's talk a little about deshaun watson i mean i'm not surprised we haven't seen him moved yet but do you think we'll see a move or are the texans really going to st- Stand their ground. I have no idea. Because if they stand their ground, he's the one losing $21 million. And then they can trade him next year. It's not like he's going to lose too much value. I don't see any chance unless he maybe decides, okay, this isn't worth it. But right now, it just doesn't seem like he's going to ever take another snap for the Houston Texans. Ownership's one of the worst ownership groups in the NFL. It's turned in this way. I've never noticed it until this year when it was just dysfunction all over the place um, with the Houston Texans, uh, with the J.J. Watt situation, and now the Deshaun Watson. J.J. Watt situation. Did I say J.J. Watson? You did, but I didn't (laughs) catch it until just now. Um, I don't think he – takes another snap for the Houston Texans. Where is he going to end up? No one knows. Denver's been a team that's been uh, mentioned, as well as uh, San Francisco and, of course, the yep. Jets. Carolina? And Carolina, I don't think Bridgewater's back. And the way it sounds, it sounds like I've – It's. I think it's so stupid how these players, every time there's, like, rumors about them leaving, they just scrub their whole Instagram of all the stuff of them in this team's uniform. It's so stupid. It's just drama-filled. Hopefully they do it just to get a rise out of the media because that's fun, which it could be what Bridgewater did. But that's exactly what Bridgewater did. just scrubbed all of his social media fanthers. It's also crazy when you see so many teams now, like, they went after Teddy Bridgewater last offseason, got him three years, $66 million. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he didn't have a great season by by any means. But then – give up on him like that it's like all right we're gonna eat the money i mean that's well, how important a quarterback is he'd had we'd had so many years of evidence of I him know being it. incredibly mediocre i, I didn't know. know what carolina was doing to begin with i think him sitting behind drew Brees just made them think oh maybe he's gonna he learn some he's yeah. something he looked good when he came as a backup right but that's needed that's that system yeah. too yep uh, maybe he's just good in that system um i yeah yeah i mean he's from i mean of course he went to clemson yep which is just right across the border uh, from Carolina, so that makes sense as well as far as geographically. But it'll be interesting. But to get them, they might have to give up Christian McCaffrey and a couple first rounders. Is it worth it? That's yeah, the thing. It might I be. Mean, I mean, that's a quarterback position. I mean, Christian's it, elite running back, but in three or four years, his wheels are going to fall off. It kills your cap space. Um, how are they going to fill a team around Deshaun Watson? Because Deshaun Watson, I mean, he started every single game. They went four and twelve mm-hmm. in Houston. I mean, of course, it's not all his fault, mm-hmm. but I mean, if you can't surround him with talent, he had great wide receivers too. Brandon Cooks, Will Fuller, um, lost his best one, but sure. Which I laugh at the people who bring that up, saying, "Well, he signed his contract before." No, he didn't. After Hopkins got traded, he signed that contract mm-hmm. extension, so he knew yeah. what he was getting himself into. Right. And they went four and twelve. Yep. Now he had a good year, but yep. again, they went four and twelve with him under center. You're right. So he hasn't won anything in the pro mm, levels yet. Nothing. I mean, which they, isn't all his fault. But sure. they want to play off when you're last making year. that much money. But two years ago, last, last year. year they went four and twelve. Last playoffs. Well, okay. Twenty nineteen. Son of a b. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I just. I have no clue where he ends up. Yeah. It's going to be this whole saga from There's now until maybe even summer. Dominoes still to fall as far as quarterbacks are concerned. Yeah, I mean, um, who doesn't have a quarterback right now? I mean, you have the Lions have a quarterback now. The Rams have a quarterback. I think uh, the Jets. Who knows what the Bears do? Yeah, can they go trade for a guy like Sam Darnold? Yep. Um, uh-huh. Big Ben. Who knows if he's going to come yeah, back? There's interesting been r- uh, rumors, comments by the general manager the yeah. other day. Um, even I think it was Ike was it Ike Taylor, uh, one of his former teammates there in Pittsburgh said he's kind of hurting the franchise coming back. They need to start thinking about well, moving what, on. Well, isn't he getting paid like forty million dollars this year? The cap hit's ridiculous. Forty for million, I think. Uh, the Eagles' cap hit trading Carson Wentz, they're going to lose thirty-three million dollars. Him not being yeah. on the roster. 
teams since You got the Falcons that are rumored to be looking to draft the quarterback in the first round. So They should. Yeah, I, it's, it's wild. I've never yeah. seen anything like this when it comes to quarterback market. Um, it's going to be fun to watch. Free agency starts three weeks. I yep. think the new league year is March 17th. Yeah, I think they got to have, like, contract, like the, the franchise tag and all that stuff done by March 5th. Okay. So yeah. coming up it's, next week. I saw somebody on Twitter ask J.J. Watt, how he, are you, have you picked a team yet? And he said, I scroll through DoorDash over an hour to find a restaurant to yeah. eat at. Um, no, yep. I've not picked a team. It's going to yep. take me a while. Yep. But he was – that people just draw conclusions. He put a video up on his Instagram of TJ Watt shoveling snow, and so people said, well, is he going to go team with his brother in Pittsburgh? Which, that would make sense from a schematical standpoint, but Same I don't with know. Green Bay as well, as far I've, as the... Yep, Green Bay and the connection with the cuts. I've heard Buffalo as a potential. That's I mean, everybody, I mean, most more teams than I are going to want him. He's still sure. got some He's good got years some on him. Left. Yeah, so absolutely. And there's a lot of other good guys who have been injured the last few years that have been let go by teams mm-hmm. so that have been pro bowlers so there's some decent names out there already um i saw i need to look it up and i should have favorited it but the teams with the most cap space in the nfl this year i don't know do you know who has the number I, one no why do i feel like the colts are up there colts are up there um i'm gonna google it real quick see if we can uh have a list the team with the most cap space we have the according to this which this is jaguars one yes yeah uh, 2021 yeah. nfl team salary cap spottrack.com uh jaguars one jets two patriots three colts four Bengals five uh washington football team six carolina panthers seven denver broncos eight la chargers nine miami dolphins ten scares me that the patriots are third yeah they're gonna i mean cam newton's not coming back no um, they have that's a domino that needs to fall too. Yep. I can't imagine Deshaun going to a team like New England, but who knows? No. Uh, the team with the teams with the least amount of cap space, you have the Lions, <laughs> Bears, Packers, Vikings. That whole division. The whole <laughs> NFC North. <laughs> Steelers, uh, Raiders, Falcons, Chiefs, Rams, Eagles, Saints. Yeah. I wonder should Drew Brees retire if that cap space for the Saints. I'm surprised we haven't heard anything I, yet, I but I think he's another one that has to make a decision by March 5th, mm-hmm. I think, Yeah, with his contract. So, we should be hearing something soon. I'd be shocked if he returns, but I guess never say never. Right. But a, lot, a lot of moving parts, but it's going to be yeah. fun, and I'm looking forward to dropping uh, Mock Draft 1.0 next week for yes, everybody to, uh, to listen to. Yes, sir. Well, what do you want? Do you want to get educated, or do you want to get uh, quiz next. I want to get educated. All right. I feel like my brain needs some uh, needs some knowledge today. This is the On This Day segment, which is brought to you by Proforma Print House every week. But uh, all right. Let's see here. I haven't looked at these yet. So on this day in 1893, the first Iron Bowl was played in Al- February. Alabama, Auburn. Auburn beat Alabama 32 to 22 in Birmingham. Huh. I wouldn't have guessed it was played in February. Um, wow. Um, on this day in 1959, the inaugural Daytona 500 was ran. Lee Petty and Johnny uh, Boochamp crossed the finish line side by cha- side, and Boochamp declared an official winner. Ruling was overturned after three days by NASCAR founder Bill France Sr., On this day, 1962, Will Chamberlain set an NBA record with 34 free throw attempts. Wonder how many he made. Mm. Like Over or under half. Seems like James Harden gets that every single night. On this day, 1970, the 12th Daytona 500 was ran. Pete Hamilton won by just three car lengths over David Pearson after passing him with nine laps to go. Payday. Well, on this day in 1979, Billy Martin was named manager of the Oakland Athletics. He was a character. On this day in 1980, the miracle on ice happened. U.S. hockey team beat heavily favored Soviet Union 4-3 to at Lake Placid in one of the biggest upsets in Olympic history. Americans went on to win the gold medal. Al Michaels' call was legendary. And they made a movie on that. It was a good movie, too. Uh, 
a lot of Winter Olympic stuff. A lot of Winter Olympic stuff. On this day in 2015, the 57th running of the Daytona 500 took place. Joey Logano won the event for the second time after leading with 10 laps to go. Uh, He was ahead of Kevin Harvick before the caution flag came out on the last lap, ending the race in his favor. Wasn't he really young when he came burst on? Oh, yeah, he was 18. Mm. Yep. Back in, I remember watching him race in 2010 down in Indianapolis. Yeah. He still is pretty young. And, uh... On this day last year, Portuguese superstar Cristiano Ronaldo marked his 1,000th senior appearance by scoring in, I'm not even going to try to say any of those, by scoring in their 2-1 to one win. Uh, <laughs> he has 725 career goals and 836 club games and 164 internationals. Joey Logano seems like he's been around forever. He's 30. Yeah. Like our age, yeah. I mean, maybe if he entered for eighteen years, he's been, or eighteen when he was eighteen years old, he's been racing for twelve years. Yeah. So I mean, he's uh, who, he's good. Who was the guy? He's gonna be a name. Austin Dillon. Oh, is he any good? He's pretty good. Is he? That's the thing with NASCAR; they don't have the big names really anymore, but they have a lot of skilled guys. So it's. Uh, I mean, I don't. Kyle Busch might be the biggest name in NASCAR right now. As a name, or Harvick, Kevin Harvick, as a na- just from a name standpoint, because Jimmy Johnson retired last year, Gordon Jr. and Stewart all a couple years ago, so. Couldn't tell you I cared. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, but uh, if you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company, picnic, or sales meeting, Proforma Print House has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs, you need to look no further. Let them be your one source print and promotional company and give them a call today at 574-210-3815. Just another week in the Big Ten. Yeah, just another week in the uh, Big Ten. This one, actually, put it. this one actually wasn't nearly as crazy as it has been You're uh, right. in weeks past. Kind of what should have happened did happen. Um, in a sense, but uh, we had some great games. I mean, yesterday, maybe the Big Ten game of the year, Michigan going into Ohio State, winning by five, 92-87, high-level basketball game. Um, just two great teams, two of the top three teams in the Big Ten, um, two heavyweights. Uh, played just phenomenally. You said you didn't watch a whole lot of that not. one. Um, just a high-level shot making. I mean, in the first half, I think Michigan was 7 for 11 from three, and Ohio State was matching them. Michigan ended up shooting 53% from the floor, hitting 11 threes. Um, and, I mean, you look at Michigan or Ohio State, they shot 53.3% from the floor, hit 11 threes. The difference was free throws. That was it. Michigan hit seven free throws. Ohio State only 12. Um, those two teams are good enough to get to a national championship game uh, this year. And, yeah, I feel like one of them's going to get knocked out early. I, I do don't too. know why. I don't know why because they are two of the most talented teams in the country, but I feel like one of them's going to get knocked out before the Sweet 16. I'm with you. Um, I don't know why. I I just for some reason I'm still having a hard time believing in Ohio State. For some I am reason. too. I, I it's just, probably because Purdue beat them twice somehow. I, just, I, and I don't. I don't know how. I don't know why I feel that way, yeah. but I just do. I think Michigan's legitimately really good. Yes. Um, and I think Ohio State's legitimately really good. But yeah. for whatever reason, I'm just having a hard time. Well, like Ohio in my State. head today, I'm thinking, you know, the Big Ten's good enough. They got to get a team to the Final Four, right? Or maybe to. even win the championship, like you were saying in your bold predictions. But then, I know I made a statement the other day. I could see the Big Ten not make it, having any teams in the Final right. Four. So um, that's why it's March Madness, I guess. Yeah, it depends on who shows up on a given day. I mean, Iowa's more than capable of getting yeah. hot and going to the Final Four. Illinois, if they play like they did Saturday, is more than capable sure. of going to a Final Four. Ohio State, Michigan as well. Um, those top four, I think, have the best shot. I mean, Purdue could get hot, but they're so young yeah. that uh, I kind of have a hard time picking them to – go too far um i think they're not gonna be allowed to play at home are they i don't believe they can play Mackey. i don't know if they can play in their second home away from home in simley hall it doesn't seem like big 10 teams uh, should be allowed to play at those venues but who knows i don't know i, I don't know i you know the other venues you got lucas oil banker's life hinkle and then state farm center is lucas oil going to be used in the round of 64 i don't know round of 32? i was trying to i was trying to look that up it seems like day. that should just be sweet 16 because sweet 16s hinkle and lucas oil 
But I think Hinkle's also first and second round. I think. I know Hinkle is Sweet 16. It's It seems like Lucas Oil would be almost too big to have. I mean, they're having 25%. Will they have 25% at Lucas Oil? Uh, capacity for fans? Or is that just in like the... Well, see, the 25% is the max they can have, and that includes not just fans, but fans, players, staff, families. Oh, so we're not okay. going to have 25% no, no, just no. fans, and I already know Indiana already said 500 is the max at Assembly Hall. They're not doing I think Purdue's like three, uh, 2,300 or something, so wow. I don't know. If that, so there's some places that still are honoring the 25%. It's going to be hard for um But underdogs. if you do 25% at like Hinkle or State Farm Center, where it only holds 7,000? Get a lot more people, or uh, not a lot more people. Never mind. You'd, never mind. Never mind. Never you'd mind. You'd get mind. less people, but yeah. it looked. It like would look. More. It would be louder. You would think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, that's what I was trying to get to. How many does Hinkle hold? That was like seven. Is that all it is? Yeah. I could be wrong. Ninety-one hundred. Well, you know, Lucas Oil holds sixty-seven thousand for football, but can be expanded to seventy for basketball. They obviously won't do that. Correct. Um. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I I hate for whatever reason watching basketball games in football stadiums. Yep. It's just not as aesthetically pleasing. Yep. I don't think the players like playing them as as much either. The shooting background's a lot different. Well, in the Big Ten teams, they got to do it in the Big Ten tournament. There, Luke Soil. It's not a banker's life. It's not Luke Soil. Why? Oh, uh, Pacers. I have no idea. I had no idea it was that Luke yeah. Soil. Yeah, so that makes me think they might be hosting first and second round games too there. Yeah, it would make sense now. Yeah. And maybe that's where the Big Ten teams end up playing. I know Banker's Life, due to hosting first and second round games, the IHSA state finals for the boys are pushed back a week into into April. Hmm. For like the third time ever. Wow. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how it all shakes out. Like I was telling you, uh, Purdue's last road game is this Friday. At Penn State, it's the last time they got to take a plane anywhere this year. They got to love that, especially after, yeah, after the scare crashing at, at, one. at Maryland. But, yeah, they get a bus. I mean, they're home twice next week, and then they get a bus down for the Big Ten tournament and then NCAA tournament. Yeah. So. That'll be nice for them. It'll Really, for all Big Ten teams, yep. it'll be nice. Did you see that rumor about teams like Gonzaga and a few other teams maybe not playing in their conference tournament? I don't blame them. So if that doesn't happen – Will they, st- will, the- will they still honor the champion of, like, the West right. Coast? Because then that's going to screw that. somebody. Yeah, I didn't even think Yeah, that's where that. I have a problem with that. Yeah, because, I mean, that's definitely a one-bid league there. But if but if I'm a team in that conference and Gonzaga like, drops out, then I'm mad because if, if they're going to say, no, nope, we're not honoring right. the champion because I'm like, what the heck? Right, right. They're the ones not playing. So the NCAA is going to have an interesting decision to make because if you do that, a team like Syracuse is going to get – I couldn't care less about Syracuse. I was just thinking, like, I know they're 13-6 and six and they're on the bubble right now. So I did see they came back from way down against yeah. Notre Dame. Um, yep. But, yeah, that wouldn't be fair no. at all if the West Coast Conference gets two bids because Gonzaga decides not to play because yep. I don't think Gonzaga had any shot to lose that one. No. Um, I think they're going to go undefeated the entire season, even into the if, if, if Purdue can't win, I'm for them or Baylor. <laughs> just to get the Indiana, Indiana last undefeated team, yeah. team thing. Is Baylor done. ever going to play again? Good Lord. They've been so many games postponed. It, they're so good, but will these layoffs hurt? It, ha- hurt? it hasn't hurt Michigan at all, clearly. Baylor's won every single game by eight points or more. Every single game, even within the conference. In the Big 12. Oh, whooping. It's crazy. They beat Illinois by 12. I mean, in the conference. I mean, Big 12 is a pretty good basketball conference this year. That's yeah. insane. It helps that Kansas isn't Kansas. And that's what almost wants me to say Baylor's better than Gonzaga, but they haven't played as many games, and Gonzaga just whoops on people. But like you said, look at their conference. But got to play who you got to play. I mean, Gonzaga's beaten some pretty dang good teams, Yeah, they, have. they beat Iowa. Uh, and they beat uh, Blue Iowa out. Yeah. yeah. So, but I don't know, man. Yeah, that wouldn't be fair. I wouldn't like that at all. I, I love the little conference tournaments just because yeah. y- you have to win it. Um, but I know a lot of conferences, they're going to have to play them just to get teams into yeah. the NCAA tournament. I saw a lot of conferences announced today they're not going to have fans at all. If the Big Ten said anything about having fans at the Big Ten? I haven't seen them. I bet they don't. I can't imagine they do. I saw the Mountain. They don't for anything. The Mountain West was one. Um, I see fans at – is it just family at Purdue games? Because I see fans at Purdue yeah, games. Yeah, just, just family see, of staff. And, um, I mean, it's still like 300. Fans at Indiana. Yeah. 
Uh, Indiana had 83. So the Big Ten can have families of staff and players, I, it, but it's up to the school. Well, Illinois yeah, has must, had nobody they must there. Just, I don't know why. Yeah. What's the big deal? Um, hey, whatever. I mean, I mean, Butler's had 25% all year yeah. in Hinkle. They've had actual fans. And that's the thing. I mean, it's not how will teams react having fans back into the stadium when – Teams have been used to it, and other conferences haven't been used to it. Um, it almost seemed like a team like, I don't know, Illinois would be more amped up having fans in the stadium for the first time all season. Do they Are they too amped up? You know, it kind of makes me nervous. I have that worry, not to fast forward too much, but going into the fall and winter next year, uh, later this year in 2021, for college football and basketball players, all of a sudden, fingers crossed, we can have – Full gyms wow. and full arena stadiums are or, or big, but but my thing is, I mean, it's either half or full. Yeah, you can't be. If doing... he goes three fourths, I mean, what the heck? It, right, just do full. Yeah, but anyway, well, where I'm getting to is, are those players going to be so amped up all of a sudden, like at the Big Ten conference where they had no fans to play in front of full? Like, well, I mean, they got to forget what it was like. I've kind of forgotten what it's yeah. like. It's weird. Like I watch highlights from games last year. And like I'm like, how do these players play with that noise? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so crazy. I was uh, watching, thinking yesterday, late in that Michigan Ohio State game, like, yeah, this guy's probably nervous with no fans shooting free throws, but he might be a lot more nervous when there's three thousand students right behind the yeah, right goal. on top of you. Yeah. Um, good thing is the playing field will be leveled. Everyone will yep. be in the same boat. Because I think colleges, if if they can do it, you know, safely, they know they got to have fans back next year. Because they just are losing, they Have lost to. a lot without yeah. the gate revenue, and and that it, that makes the experience is the fans right. in college especially, more so than pros. Especially college basketball is yes. the one that I've really noticed. It. Ray Davis says here uh, there will actually be more uh, that can get in because there's no Ivy League at all this year, so there won't be any. Good point. Um, I can't think of any other conference that. Um, didn't play at all. I, I know some teams have opted out, but I think the Ivy League's the only conference. I forgot about that. That opted out. Yeah, they did it back in like August. We've kind of forgotten completely about I, that. I did completely. Uh, so that's a good question there. Yeah, I you know, speaking of Ivy League, I don't know why this reminded me of the Ivy League, but I watched a little of the Navy American game yesterday. Navy's got a good little team. Really? They're like eleven and two. Wow. Yeah. They got a good is, little team. Um is that where Ed, Ed DeCellis is? Yeah, yeah. They're thirteen and two. Ed yep. Chalis, former Penn State coach, left That's Penn his State alumni. on his own. Um, his alma mater. Thirteen and two, ten and one in the Patriot League. Which the Patriot League is pretty good. Fast. Penn State college. give him a call to come back. Yeah, who knows? Um, that's a good segue, though. Um, into uh, I was going to start with bubble talk in the Big Ten. I think we have six teams that are locks for the NCAA tournament right now. You have, of course, Ohio State, Michigan, Illinois. Iowa, Purdue, and Wisconsin, I would say, are all locks right now. That's six. Sounds like seven in my head. Wisconsin, Purdue, Iowa, Illinois, Michigan, Ohio State. Six. six. Uh, Then I think we have four teams that are easily out and won't make it. Although I'll start with one, Michigan State. Do they get hot enough? Because I think they're talented enough to make a run in the Big Ten tournament. I'll save for my predictions. Okay. Yeah, but they they got a much-needed win Mm -hmm. on Saturday. Northwestern, Penn State. Nebraska, out for sure out. Then yeah. that leaves four bubble teams. I want to know, will they get in? Won't they get in? You have their schedules up by chance? I am bringing okay. up their schedules. Because that will help me. Uh, starting with the Indiana Hoosiers, sitting here at 12-10, and 7-8 in the Big Ten. Yep. They have at Rutgers. You said their game against Michigan is canceled. No, 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 no. They were supposed to play Michigan twice. Oh, supposed but to play them twice. Them okay, they're only playing them once. At Rutgers, mm-hmm. you have Michigan at home. Mm-hmm. At Michigan State, mm-hmm. at Purdue. It's a brutal uh, four-game stretch. Um, I think if they win one, they're okay. One of those four. They're sitting their last four in though. I that I mi- know that Michigan State loss at home, which mm-hmm. was an awful loss mm-hmm. for them. That's a quad three loss. I, that's a killer. I think if they win one, they're go okay. If they win two. They're they're feeling pretty good. They have two quad one wins right now, both Iowa. Mm-hmm. Iowa's really saving them right mm-hmm. now, and maybe saving Archie Miller's job. I think they lose out. They they might win a game in the Big Ten tournament. I think they lose out. In that the will season. if they lose the remaining um, four games, they're out. I think. I don't think they have any shot against Michigan. 
No. Uh, the only game I see them winning on this could be Rutgers. And that, that's their biggest game on there. Of course, it's their next game. That's huge because Rutgers, you don't know what Rutgers, Rutgers team's going to show up. Right. Um, Indiana, I don't know what Lenardi has them as, but he had them as like on that 10, 11. Yeah, they've been a 10 for a long time. Um, I would say Indiana does not get in. Move. Man, their fan base, if they don't get um, in, when the state of Indiana is hosting the tournament right. and their own gyms hosting some rounds. They're, the Even loyal fans are starting to turn. Uh, we'll get some hot seat talk here in a little bit. Rutgers, do they get in? Last I saw, they were like in that 9-10 seed line. Uh, they have, of course, Indiana at home, then at Nebraska and at Minnesota. Huge bubble matchup that final game of the regular season. I think if they win one of those that are in, but I think I think they can win out. Man, I think they have to do a lot more work than that and just win I, I, one I'm probably giving the Big Ten too much credit, but I think a lot of even teams that are like almost 500 in Big Ten are going to get in over like a Syracuse. Yeah. I think um, the, the conference got that much respect this year. You look at their schedule, their – And if you uh, get a team in like that, maybe they make a run because they've been beating up on each other and then you get into the teams of the other conferences and you can make a run. Um. And they have, they have four quad one wins right now. Um, the Minnesota game, assuming Minnesota stays in the top seventy five, would be a quad one. God, they're I think they um, put fork in them. Win, yeah. Uh, they're I too injured. Man, it sucks that the season was wiped out because Rutgers was going to be in last year. Yep. Get their whole team back. They just haven't played that well. No, this they year. haven't. Um, Should have been a lot better. Man, you know, we were talking for a long time that 10 Big Ten teams were going to get in. We might only see eight now no. looking at it. I don't think – I, you know, I'm going to give Rutgers the benefit of the doubt. I think their schedule is easy enough. Now, say they lose to Indiana and then lose to Nebraska, I don't think they get oh, in. Oh, yeah, yeah. If they lose to both of them, they're not in. I agree. But I think I, they get in. I don't think Nebraska wins another game. But I give those They've, kids credit for playing. They play they hard, man. Nothing to play for, and yeah. I give them more credit than Michigan because they're playing an NBA-like schedule as far as games and the, mm. and the, the amount of days. And Michigan's just sitting back, not wanting to play people. Yeah, so hundred percent. And it screwed Illinois up because now they have. to I play. I don't think they should be eligible for the I don't Big either. Ten title, but they're gonna. I don't either. Illinois now has to play four games in seven it's days right. because Michigan yeah. refused it's to play right. last week. Uh, then we have Minnesota. I think we can also stick a fork in them. Yep. However, their schedule sets up that they could win three of their next yeah. four, maybe even all Kalishar's four. Kalashar's out, what, three to four weeks? Uh, three to four weeks, I would say he's out and for Robbins the is playing Robbins, injured. He's banged up. Yeah, he's awful. I, I don't know. Uh, they have Northwestern at home. Obvious must win for him. Uh, at Nebraska, obvious must win. At Penn State, that would be a quad one game for them. If they win that one, that would be huge for them. Then Rutgers at home, they have yeah, they're winnable. pretty easy schedule the rest of the way. Um, yeah. I just, with their injuries, you shut down Marcus Carr, they have no offense at all. You're right. Um, I, I like Jamal Mashburn Jr., though. Yeah. I think he's going to be a pretty good Big Ten player. Uh, I would say Minnesota does not make it in. I feel better about Rutgers getting in than Minnesota. Indiana's mm-hmm. right there with Minnesota yeah, when I, I look say. at their schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this team, I say, is a bubble team, but I think they ultimately get in, and that is uh, the Maryland Terps. Yeah, the way they're playing they're lately, rolling. I, I think yep. they're. I think that they're definitely more safely right now than Indiana. In Indiana, I think they're probably the seventh safest. Yep. Um, in the Big Ten right now. I agree with that. Um, yeah, they're playing. They're playing well. They've won four in a row. Huge win on the road at Rutgers yesterday. Yeah, I didn't see that come. I picked um, Rutgers, so. They what do I know? should be favored in their final three games. They have Michigan State at home, at Northwestern, Penn State at home. I would say they win at least two out of those three. Um, and I think they get in. I mean, they you look at the wins they have, a bunch of quad one wins. Uh, they're sitting there at 30 in the net ranking right now. That win uh, that uh, Purdue has over them at home is a quad one win right yeah. now, uh, which I didn't think that could be possible with the way Maryland yeah. started. Yeah, it's um, been wild. So I think they ultimately get in as well. Uh, I would say, yeah, Big Ten only gets eight teams in. Is what I, I'd say. I think half of those teams get in. That's fair. Um, I'll go one more. I'll say they get nine. Okay. Um, a little hot seat talk here in the Big yeah. Ten as well. Kind of plays into that. Um, I think th- three coaches are on firm hot seat. Four coaches, I would say, if you add in Jim Ferry with uh, Penn State. Uh, he's not back. I, uh, I can't think. imagine he's back. He's an interim guy anyway. So, uh, But the three guys that I would think should have the hottest of seats, uh, starting with Archie Miller, what do you think? I think they give him another year. I do too. 
Uh, Even if they miss the tournament, I think there'll be a lot of people voicing their displeasure, as they probably should, because they let go of Tom Crean, you know, and he won, what was it, two Big Ten titles or three? Two, two, I think two and three Sweet 16 appearances. Yeah. Something like that. Um, but, I mean, I, Indiana's just not what they were. No. And, and they're not going to get back to the night days. I mean, that's rare air there, you know, winning three national titles. Um, you know, kids or guy, people our age and younger, they don't really care what happened in the 1980s. No, couldn't care less. So what have you done for me lately? How can you get me to the pros is what the recruits are thinking. And I, I don't know. I just think I think they give them another year. I don't know if it's warranted, but if they, I think they do. If they lose out, including their first round of the Big Ten tournament, what do you think? I think. Uh, I mean, his buyout's big, but yeah. it, I think then maybe they – then maybe they get the money, but see the thing with Indiana is, at least their fan base thinks they can go get any coach. Name right. him, he's gonna come. And it's when they have those high expectations, they're gonna be disappointed when it's option C or D. And it's not the job it was even no. when Cream took over. No, it's not. Which it was which a dumpster fire. Nobody when wanted it then. But um, but it was it was more highly thought of um, back then than it is now. Uh, he's sitting there at 67 and 53 overall. His Big Ten win percentage is under 500. Yeah. Uh, a few things going for him. They would have been in the tournament last year, and the, they can kind of point to that. Correct. Um, he 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 might get his whole team back uh, next year, but who knows if Trace Jackson Davis Davis jumps? I think what's also hurting him is you know for a long time Archie Miller fans could say, "Well, look at his recruiting." I don't been think his recruiting is that great, and, and, and the guy. His in-state rivals getting the best players out of the state right now. I mean, they landed Romeo Lankford and yeah. Trace Jackson Davis. And too. they got Lander. He's a five-star. And they got Christian Lander. But you look at the player development, Rob Fennessy's gotten so much worse. I don't think Al Durham's that much better than he was at, um, as a freshman. Franklin's pretty good. Uh, Franklin's pretty good. and I think Race Thompson's better mm-hmm. as well. But The guard play I mean, is not there. They, they had a team with two NBA players in Romeo Lankford and Jawan Morgan, and that team went 19-16. and 16. Mm-hmm. Um, this team got everyone back from last year. They got older, and they're sitting here far worse than they were last yeah. year. Um, another thing that hurts them, I think, is um, that's a new AD there. Maybe he that's true. wants to go and make a change and get his own guy yeah. in there. So, um, I would say he's probably going to be back for another year. I would though. say right now on February 22nd, I'll mm-hmm. say he's back. Chris Collins. Shouldn't be back, but I'm going to say he's back. Shouldn't be back at all. But uh, it's I mean, Northwestern. Of course, they have no expectations. He, he led them to a, a NCAA tournament berth. But since that NCAA tournament berth in 2017, he is 43 and 73. Oh, yeah. 30 it's, games it's under 500. 8 and 23 last year, 6 and 14 this year. They've lost 13 straight games. I will say this 13 game stretch has been a gauntlet of great teams. Uh, but he's sitting there 115, 133. A few things he has going his way. Uh, they gave Bill Carmody 20 years almost. Yeah. Uh, he yep. was there forever. And um, he did something nobody else has done in school history. Right. That helps, obviously. But it's been four years since I know then. Um, his whole team's back, but is that a good thing? They're not very good now. Why are they going to be better next yeah. year? Uh, they don't have an athletic director right now, so maybe that helps his <laughs> yeah, cause. Yeah, I would say it does. If they yeah. hire someone soon, maybe it hurts his cause. Um, I would say he's ultimately back as well. They gave the football coach pretty much a lifetime contract. Which they probably should. Oh, he's, he's good. He's, he's by solid. far the best he could, he's they could ever get. Yeah. Um, I would say he's probably back. I just think some of these Big Ten teams don't care about basketball like they do football. They don't, which is okay. Like these two we're talking about now, <laughs> Northwestern and, and yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. Um, Minnesota, Richard Pitino, um should he be on the hot seat? I think 100%. I think he should be on the hot seat, but I don't know if he will be. Uh, they, went, should be. they did go to the tournament two years ago, uh, but since he's been there, he's been under 500 in league play seven of the eight years. His Big Ten win percentage is 370. He's 54 and 92 in Big Ten play since they got there. Um, they've really limped down the stretch the past two years after being like looking like an NCAA tournament team. Last year they ended up 15 and 16. This year the 13 and 10, but they're trending in the very wrong direction uh, right now. A few things going his way. I don't know if anything's really going his way. I assume Marcus Carr is going to jump. I don't. I would at, at least put his name chance. in. Um, 
I think he has some good young talent in Jamal Mashburn Jr., but who else? I mean, Liam Robbins. I don't know what their recruiting class looks like. I don't either. Um, I think he's ultimately back as well because, again, they care more about football there than they do basketball. But if they go under 500 next year, I would say he's gone. Yeah. Fair assessment. Um, And that's it for the uh, hot seat talk. Uh, Minnesota did get up to number 16 in the country this year. I didn't even remember that. Uh, mm. Northwestern was ranked at one 19th. point this year. They were up to 19th after at one beating point. Ohio State and Indiana in, at Indiana, yep. and then they've lost 13 in a row since then. <laughs> so, uh, who are these? Uh, who's this show sponsored by? Yes, uh, we got two sponsors of the show. The first one's been a sponsor for two years now. That's the Damn Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-breaded tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail, the Dam Landing is the place to be. Dam Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Mantle that focuses on freshness and quality. And, of course, you got the Dam Smoke, which is available every weekend and features delicious barbecues and steaks. In addition to those, you can wash it down with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Taking the fantastic views of Lake Mantle and their beer garden or outdoor bar area, still probably a little chilly for that, but the snow's starting to melt, so maybe in a couple yes, weeks. Sir. Whether it be take, by boat. Take the, take the snowmobile over Whether it be by snowmobile or by wheels, the Dam Laney is the place to be, located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. And our other sponsor is a new sponsor now for eh, the first, I don't know how many weeks we are into this. Uh, six weeks, I would say. Six weeks? Is I that, don't know. That, I don't Three, uh, do seven math, weeks. But it, that's Circle 15 Golf. Circle 15 Golf is a brand focused on bringing tour quality products and experience to the everyday golfer like you and me. <laughs> it's built on 25 years of tour experience featuring the Genesis Glove, the most durable and comfortable glove available, and the patented Glove Hub, the first and only glove humidor on the market. Find them and more details about their company at circle15golf.com. They also release some sharp-looking flex fit and snapback black Circle 15 hats. I need to get myself one of those. Yeah, you do. You know I'm a big Puma guy. You know, I'm, I'm wearing a hat. You're a big hat guy, too. And I'm a big hat guy. Well, I'm also a big Cobra golf guy. All my clubs except my putter are Cobra. My putter's Odyssey. Well, Cobra released a good-looking glove last week, golf glove. I'm like, nah, I'm Team Circle 15. Yes, I, got, I got the Genesis, the most comfortable and durable glove on the market. I don't, I don't need any Cobra gloves. So, Is that ripping Velcro just like oh, the just... most satisfying thing ever? Great sound. And you got the Glove Hub, of course, which is going to – Make your gloves, uh, the life of your golf gloves last three times longer than they would. So no more crusty, disgusting golf gloves in the summertime when it's like 96 out. So I think I'd take 96 right now. I would too. But, Go swimming uh, in the pool. Get on circle15golf.com and make an order today. Got some uh, word association for me uh, tonight. I'm a little nervous. Just a little bit. I do. I have some word association. Association, oops, I just kicked uh, Tanner's dog Elway under the table. It's probably sleep too, way to go. I apologize there, Bite Johnny. him, Elway, bite him. All right, all coaches Oh, this like week. And, and some of them, yeah, I, I, I'm excited to see this list. Tony La Russa. Drunk. <laughs> Knew that was coming. DUI. Brian Kelly. Hothead. Any any killed a kid. Remember that? I, I do remember that. I was a manager at the time. He, and I was he got off easy with that one. David Bell, not produced David Bell, the Cincinnati Reds. David Bell. Um, whiny. All right. Nick Saban. Uh, where to begin? <laughs> First thing that popped into my head was cheater, but he's not a cheater. Um, traitor. I thought you were gonna say Satan. Nick Satan. That would have made sense. Mike Schilt. Uh, puppet master. I don't know much about him, so that, I was interested in, in your answer. I don't like him. Adam Gase. Eyeballs. Just You remember his oh, yeah. press conference? His eyes were all over the place. They were coming out of his head. Man. Fran McCaffrey. I want to go hothead again. I You could hear audible curse words last night. He was screaming at his team when they got down six. I mean, his face was just red. He, I mean, you could hear every single word he was saying. He was lighting into them. He needs to calm down. 
Yeah, he's going to have himself I should have put Fran on the hot seat list. Say they lose out. If they don't make the Sweet 16, at least, at least, they should make it deeper net. With this team, he needs to be gone. I know a lot of all year. Iowa fans that don't like him. They don't think he's a good face for the university because he's just yelling, screaming, and he whines, and his teams have underachieved. You know, I was going to say it's tough when you've had the same football coach, the longest 10-year Division One football coach in, in – um, Kirk Ferentz, but Ferentz kind of got in the news last year, too, yeah. a little bit. So, What was Urban doing hiring, Urban Meyer hiring that strength coach? For a day? I don't For know. For a day. Well, that's funny you mentioned him because that's my next name on the list, Urban Meyer. Uh, really good football coach. I mean, I don't really have anything bad to say about him, unfortunately. How about this guy, Tim Beckman? Lasagna. <laughs> Why don't you give a backstory to that real quick? Because people in, are not going to know what you're talking about. In his introductory press conference at Illinois, he's very high energy, very energetic. <laughs> he goes, we want to create a family family atmosphere here uh, in Champaign. Every Thursday night, we're going to have the whole team over. We're gonna, my wife's going to make lasagna. We're going to have some nice lasagna as a team. I do like myself some I good pan of lasagna. I love lasagna. I don't think I'd like Tim Beckman's wife lasagna. No. How about Chris Collins? Hot seat. A lot of hot words. Yeah, coming out. maybe it's just because we start talk hot seat. Bill Self. Um, cheater. Pat, FBI. Pat Fitzgerald. Ah, uh, he's a good football coach. He hates. He hates fun. I thought you were gonna say like old man syndrome. Get off yeah, my lawn or get something. Get off my lawn. Cell phone. Greg Gard. Boring. He's Bruce Weber reincarnated. Bruce Weber. Oh, he fired. <laughs> He's going to get fired for the second time in a decade. Tom Izzo. Oh, man. I Talk can't. about whiny. Yeah, I was going to say whiny. I that guy makes more excuses in a press whiny. conference after a loss than any coach I've ever seen. Yeah. I don't like him. You know what we forgot to do is pick games. Oh, we're still, we still got some. I got one more name. Okay. Bruce Pearl. Uh, sweating through his... Uh, Sweating through his suit jacket there, and he got Illinois on probation for a yep. few years because he lied. Yep. Some Big Ten games to pick. We have tomorrow night Illinois at Michigan State. I think the Spartans hang around in this one. Uh, it's a too. close one, but Illinois um, prevails by eight points. I'm scared about it. I would be too. I, I, I was scared. I was, Last Tuesday, you know, I was scared. I was kind of rooting for Indiana on Saturday just for the fact that I didn't want Michigan State to have any momentum yeah, whatsoever. To get some confidence going. To get going. some confidence. Um, Illinois is a seven-point favorite in Michigan State. That hasn't happened ever, maybe. Um, I'm picking Michigan State, man. Yep. I, I, I don't know why. I God, just have that will give State a tournament if something like that happens. The worst feeling about this game for whatever reason. They heated up behind the arc late in that game the other me. day. Hauser scares me because Kofi has really struggled guarding guys that can shoot the three ball. Um, I just, it just it just scares me to death. Illinois played so unbelievably well yeah. on Saturday, and I just feel like they have a letdown. At the same time, I feel like they're locking in, though, and are going to go on some crazy run here. But I'm picking Michigan State. Just – that's how I feel right now. I might feel different tomorrow. Penn State at Nebraska. We have a game that I'm not going to watch. Nebraska beat them the first matchup in Happy Valley, but Penn State gets revenge in this one. Penn State six point favorites. I'm going to go Nebraska just All to right. be different. I wouldn't mind that. Maybe Penn State will just quit then and won't yeah. be up to play Friday. Yeah. Wednesday night we have the Indiana Hoosiers at the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Big game for both teams. I know earlier I said I think Indiana just needs at least or well, definitely at least one more win, but Rutgers being the first time, I think Rutgers gets them again. I do too. Um, this is as bubblicious as we could possibly nice get. Nice word. Yeah. Uh, give me Rutgers. Thursday night we have uh, Nebraska at Illinois. Illinois by 25 plus. I think uh, Illinois remembers what yeah, about happened to them. In, probably uh, should have lost. They absolutely yeah. should have lost, but Io DeSumo did what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Illinois rolls in that one. Iowa at Michigan. First first one to 95. I got a weird feeling that Iowa pulls this out. I do too. Um, they're, they're off is rolling. Michigan's obviously due for a loss. Um, Iowa plays no defense. You have a freshman, Hunter Dickinson, trying to guard Luca Garza. Give me Iowa. I just For some reason, I have that feeling. Yeah. Ohio State at Michigan State. Picked Illinois over Michigan State earlier. You asked me what's Michigan State need to do. This is why I was waiting for this one. I think Sparty pulls the upset over Iowa State. 
Give me Ohio State. I'm just trying to be different. We, if, man, if if Michigan State wins both of those, oh, they're right they, back on they're track. They're right back in it. I mean, that's two yeah. top five teams in the net ranking. I right just there. and I think Ohio State's really good, but I think this is the week they kind of start to wake up a little bit. Yeah, and their schedule's tough. Yeah. Uh, Northwestern at Minnesota. Don't care. Must <laughs> win for Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota, I think, wins that one. Yeah, I think Northwestern's kind of folded in the towel. Purdue at Penn State Friday night. Game scares the bejesus yeah, out should. of me. Uh, Purdue won a hard-fought battle the first time they played. Uh, I think Purdue gets it done, but it's going to be one I'm sweating. Three of the last four times they've played in the Bryce Jordan Center has been overtime. If Penn State loses to Nebraska, I do think they quit. Purdue rolls. I'm picking the Nittany Lions, though. I mean, they've played. They've been tough at home. Yeah. Beat Wisconsin. Sure. Uh, gave Illinois everything they wanted for a half. Gave Ohio State everything they wanted for six minutes. I don't know why. I just feel like Penn State's due for one of those games where they just hit everything. I hate from a selfish fan standpoint how Purdue only has one game this week, but it's good for the young guys. I think to get more practice in. Yeah. Together. So. Saturday afternoon, we have Michigan at Indiana. Michigan. Give me Michigan. I think they lose to Iowa and then come back and win on the road at Indiana. Illinois at Wisconsin. And it's a tough one. Um, Wisconsin's not a good basketball team right now. I don't think they're um, very good. They did roll last night against this North is a, This is an arena, though, that the home team gets a lot of calls. Uh-huh. Worse than the Big Ten, in my opinion. I think I think Illinois gets it done. Close one again. <laughs> again. Um, Illinois whooped them. In Champaign, Kofi had eight dunks or something like that, just dominated him. Io had a triple-double, which he just followed it up with his second one in two weeks. He's doubled up the all-time triple-double number at Illinois in the past two weeks. Yeah, they had two coming in. He should be Big Ten Player of the Year and up for uh, National Player of the Year. But in any other year, he'd be a yeah. shoe-in, probably for yeah. both. But yeah. whatever happens, happens. I think Illinois wins as well. They won there last year. Um I'm just I'm rooting for two and one this week. If they beat Michigan State, you obviously want to win all three of mm-hmm. them. But I just feel bad about tomorrow night. Uh, Minnesota at Nebraska, another must win for Minnesota. Like this matchup a lot more than I do the football matchup between these two teams. But um, yeah, give me Minnesota. Give me Minnesota as well. Michigan State at Maryland. Michigan State wins all three this week. That'll be three quad one wins in a week. Give me the right Terps on it. this one. Give me the Terps as well. Iowa at Ohio State. That's a brutal schedule for Iowa That's this I'm week. S- <laughs> in Ohio State. In Ohio State. Uh, well, I mean, they go up at the Sparty. Even though I just said I think Ohio State wakes up, I think the losses against Michigan and Michigan State wake them up a little bit. They bounce back and beat the Hawkeyes at home. I think Iowa wins this one. Uh, uh, I think you they you get win two, with a big week for two Iowa. Two huge road yep. wins. Um, I don't know why they didn't play well last night, but ended up getting it done. Luca Garza became the all-time leading scorer at yep. Iowa. He airballed a free throw that would have given him. That's all you said that. <laughs> it was, he, it, what, you could tell he was thinking about it because it, it was two feet short. Russell Westbrook. <laughs> um, so, yeah, give me, uh, give me Hawks again. One thing you forgot was your uh, J-Man's Book of Prediction oh, of the yes. Week. Um, J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week, Iowa win both games. That's a good Iowa one. Iowa will win both games. That's brought to you by uh, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for Life, Home, Home Auto, yep. Renters, Business, Workers' Comp, and Farm Insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. Birdie Bogey, before we wrap up here, Trey Young is the fifth player in NBA history to record 15 career 40-point games at the age of 22 or younger. Name... Those four other guys to do this. <laughs> oh, Blakey, this is not good. Uh, Kobe? No. Uh, uh, Kobe? Man, he came in the league when he was 18. You're, you're, getting, a, you're getting a bogey. <laughs> Luca won already? No. Luca's only 20. Yeah, 22 or under, right? LeBron James. Oh, I, I was getting there with him. Kevin Durant. Shaquille O'Neal. Mm, I wouldn't guess Shaq. Uh, I, I thought you'd get LeBron and KD. I was working on LeBron, but I was trying to get some of the it's other ones late. out first. New York gave me a bogey. Um, I mean, he did. He let well, me get two out four. Your, your first one was terrible. Kobe was an all-time scorer, man. Like, terrible. Well, he wasn't on the list. So. <laughs> I thought it was a good I, guess. I, I didn't think you'd get this guy Rick Barry. Nope. Right. I, I, I okay. I would have got LeBron. He'd been the only one I would have got. Yep. So, so I was yeah. gonna guess Iverson. I, I, yeah, I'm way off. <laughs> Iverson. Yeah. I, my NBA trivia is awful. So's my. I, I'm just bad. I just don't like the NBA very much. So. Ooh, some big news here. 
Albert Pujols' wife, Deirdre, says the 10-time All-Star will retire following this season. All right. Well, that's going to do it for episode 223 of the Tan and J-Man Show. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Hit that subscribe button. Give us a rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Tan and J-Man Show. And buy some Tan and J-Man Show merch. Until then, we'll see you next Monday. Same time, same channel. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay safe, everybody.